Welcome everyone, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast again with your host Derry Lips and my man Gio. How you doing brother? If this was a video cast, you'd see me flipping you and your kids off. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm going to come up with something witty each week now. <laughs> yeah, say hello, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, maybe you, if you come up with something witty, you can send it to WWE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we are recording this literally 12 hours at the end of Elimination Chamber. Um, which uh, I, d- I didn't think it was too bad. It was it was the wrong pay-per-view to put in a Philly crowd, I think was what the problem for me was. Um, yeah, you choose, they choose the wrong crowds for some of the wrong pay-per-views. Yeah, because I didn't think it was particularly bad, but the Philly crowd expects so much more. So the crowd just... Well, that's don't the think thing is they're one of the hardcore fans that'll really rip you to shreds if you don't do things right. You know, because like, I think from like story point of view, bar a couple of matches, I think it made sense, but it they needed like a proper wrestling show, I think was uh, part of the issue. Um but I thought it was quite solid. Uh, we can go through it um, because there was been some big talking points. I think, uh, obviously, the pre-show match, which was uh, which saw your boy Hawkins <laughs> on the pre-show. Um, I didn't mind the the match actually for a pre-show match. I thought it was all right. Like you know, it does what it done. Short, clean. I thought Hawkins and Ryder actually looked the best that they have done in but a while. To be fair, why are the are the Viking readers here with face? Because Hawkins and Ryder are face. Why are face teams fighting face teams? Mm, because, I mean, Ryder did get some heat when he was in at some point. Um, so I don't know if they're trying to push Hawkins and Ryder maybe heel. Like, I'm partly expecting maybe. them to do something with Orton at some point. Maybe that's what they're, they're, they're doing. But I don't know. Like, they, I mean, Ryder did get some heat for a little bit. So... I don't know, I, you know, because then the Raiders came out later in the show anyway to sort of help out. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was um, it was interesting, but maybe Hawkins and Ryder are, are turning a bit. But they do what they do quite well. Those two, I don't mind Hawkins and Ryder. They they know their role. They play it well, I think. Um, and to be fair, it looked good with them. Uh, but they were healing it up. I felt like in the match, if you watch the match, I felt like Hawkins and Ryder were the were the heels. Okay. I I think a little bit. I mean, I but yeah, you're right. Face versus face. I mean, that, I don't know. Does it matter anymore who's heel and face? <laughs> but then uh, started very very strong. I think it was a clever idea to start with the Brian Gulak match. Um. Yes, I told you about that. I was so excited for that. Yeah, and Gulak. I think they'll, they, they've still got some more work to do together. I don't think that's the last time we're going to see them fight. Well, no, I think, yeah, I think that'll lead to something. Yeah. Um, Which I'm it, okay with. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan's promo afterwards was, was really putting Drew Gulak over hard, to be fair. Um, which is good. I think Daniel Bryan obviously is going to take that. Well, off. I mean, this is what you asked for. You wanted to see Drew Gulak get some sort of a push yeah. or a rub. Yeah. This one, you've uh, been like, well, what about Drew Gulak? <laughs> yeah, I have been. I'm a, I'm a big Drew Gulak fan since his cruiserweight run, and um, I think uh, he's going to take his opportunity. I thought it was, I thought it was a really good match, um, and it established, it started the feud, and it felt like a fight at times. Like I think Brian told the story really, really well, um, like being a bit shocked at the beginning, and you know, I thought it was uh, looking a bit frustrated that he was. He knew how to fight back and stuff. No, I thought it was good. And there were some really good spots in it. Um, and I think it was different than anything we saw, like, on the pay-per-view. It was a bit different. Um, and then the US title match. Ugh. Uh, like, it was a good match. I just don't want to see them fight each other anymore. I don't want to <laughs> see Andre, Andrade and Humberto anymore. Like, but they put on good matches. Like, don't get me wrong. The match was really good. It was fun. It was good. Proper heel stuff. You know, like, I just, uh, I don't want to see them fight anymore. I want to see them fight somebody else. Uh, so I think, um, I think hopefully they'll move on from that. I mean, I'm hoping it's going to be like a multi-man match for the US title or something. Fill some gaps. I uh, still think it's going to be the four of them in a match. 
what Gaza and Mysterio added to it. Yeah. 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 And then that could put an end to that and hopefully move them all on. Um, but then, um, and then it moved on to the tag team elimination chamber. Um, I was excited because like, I felt that they, they'd lined it up right for the new day at Usos to start, but they were a bit clunky. I didn't feel like the Uso, Usos and new day started it very well. Um, there was a couple of botches from Kofi and stuff and a couple of people slipped off the ropes and then, uh, and then when the luchas come in, they they obviously got a little bit of ring rust. I mean, I thought Dorado had broken his legs at some point in the chains. But... <laughs> can I give whoever's on SmackDown creative team some sort of a bonus because they keep they're they're really high on on heavy machinery, and I'm okay with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like um... even on SmackDown, they dominated. Yeah, that Gauntlet match they looked good. And they look good as a team because I was worried maybe they were just pushing Otis, but they've booked him as a team quite well. They've managed to keep Tucker in this sort of feud with Dolph Ziggler quite well. And, and obviously Rude backing up Ziggler. They've managed to make it look like, yes, it's Dolph and Otis, but it feels like a bit of a, uh, a tag team feud. Um, right. But I thought it was a really good match. Uh, I, was, I was really pleased um, with how that tag match went out because... Yeah, I thought it was quite good. Um, I did think for a minute that the Usos were going to win it. I did think. Um, I'm a little bit surprised Miz and Morrison retained, but I, I think it made sense to let them to let them keep it. It, it wouldn't have. It would have made. It wouldn't have made sense if they didn't, because they need a. They need a run if they're gonna do anything, because they already, you know, they already almost wasted Morrison by. Having Brock Lesnar throw him out in his big return within four minutes. Mm. So if you're gonna make anything out of Morrison, you gotta give him some sort of a tag team title run where it's gonna last a bit. Exactly, because it's it's funny. Like Morrison went away, and he done exactly the same really as as Drew McIntyre did. Like he had the same levels of success. Like he was great in Lucha, great in TNA. You know, other indie stuff he did really well. Like, John Morrison went away and, and had big success, like multiple championship runs across many different um, uh, companies and stuff. Um, I mean, he's, he's, he's quite a pull, you know? Uh, but no, I was pleased that they won. Um, I thought it was good. And then it led to the no DQ match of Alistair Black and AJ Styles. Now, I've read some really interesting reports today that from this is going to be a two-on-three match at WrestleMania. Oh, Taker and Black. I'm okay yeah. with that because I guess Taker, maybe Taker passes his torch to Black. Mm. Is yeah. You know, now I'm seeing that you know, and if it's two and three, it's much easier for Taker to blend into that match with like age and ability and stuff. Um, and it mm. gives Alistair Black, yeah, as you say, it gives Alistair Black a decent rub because I was a bit worried that they were just going to have him pin Styles at the end. And I like the fact that they still, I mean, he kicked his face clean off. Like, he caught that black mass really well. I mean, Styles sells really, really well. Um, yeah, I like, I like the booking because, like, Taker and Black versus the OC at Mania, I think, would be better. You know, like the time they did Evolution and against Rock and Sock. I think it's the same sort of thing they could do there. Or um, they did it the they yeah no they did it the one year, but it was uh, Taker fought the uh, he fought A Train and Big Show. Oh, yeah. And then he beat them both up. He did beat them both up. Oh, A-Train. It was like two on one. <laughs> oh, I miss A-Train had, now this week. <laughs> it was supposed to be It was supposed to be him and Nathan Jones. Yeah. And he's like, Nathan Jones is garbage. Get him out of this match. Yeah, yeah. And they had him beat up at the beginning. He come back towards the end, I think, didn't he? <laughs> yes, yes. And that was it. And then we never saw Nathan Jones again. <laughs> he went to like He went on the Australia tour, and he just decided he wasn't coming back. <laughs> Oh dear, that was um, yeah, it was good though. I I I like the fact that they've involved Alistair Black in it because like Alistair Black is you know he's very very good. Like he's very Listen, very. Listen, it, it beats just him sitting in a dark room telling people to fight him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does, it does, um, it does. And I think um, getting getting a match in if he gets involved in Taker and and Styles' business, I think that can only be good things for him. You know. Um, even if they, they take the loss, him being in the match would be quite good. I mean, 
Yeah, I think it would be quite good. Uh, then tag match, Profits uh, defended against Rollins and Murphy. They started maybe teasing at the end that maybe Rollins will split with them already. Like, when he was shouting, like, where were see, you? Or do you think I that was just Rollins think, playing here? I'm starting, I'm starting to think now that it might be Rollins in the street, or Rollins, uh, Owens in the street Profits versus Rollins in the other, uh, and Murphy and one of the other two, or maybe Rollins and Authors of Pain. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I could see, I, I I see something like that maybe happening now. Yeah, yeah, because maybe. they seem like because... they're integrating the street profits into this feud now. Yeah, because like I just I, the only bit that, that annoys me is that profits deserve to be tag champs. Like they've worked hard, they put on decent matches. But they the should match have, felt they like it was building it Owens. Yeah, they should have done it on this show. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Because the match instead just instead of getting like that was... cheap New York heat, but it is what it is. Yeah, and instead they could have had they some wanted... Philly Philly pop for profits winning and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you but know, again, they it went was a good that... match. I just, um, I just felt like it did more to s- tell me that Rollins and Owens have issues more than profits being tag champs. You know, sometimes it annoys me when they're using championship matches to move along feuds. Um, yeah, because I think it just takes some of the some of the fun out of it than it um and then uh sammy zane's moment <laughs> the braun's epic intercontinental title reign um i'm pleased for that sammy i'm um, not mad about it no i am Sa- not mad Sammy's about it because i it. love the fact that it was sammy zane who hasn't done absolutely shit mm. for like months she just so happened to be the one to get the pin and take the belt. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it was good because I think a lot of people thought that Braun Strowman was going to run right through them, but it actually booked it as it was a handicap match and Braun couldn't handle it, you know? Um, I don't know. Does it mean at WrestleMania that Braun's just going to kill Sammy in 10 seconds, though? Like, potentially? Um yeah, I'm kind of worried about something like that happening. Yeah, that's the only bit now that worries me is that at WrestleMania, he just gets mauled. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it could bring back Nicholas, no? <laughs> I was about to say, maybe him and Nicholas can fight Shinsuke and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh Maybe, but yeah, uh, Strowman lost. Um, it was all right. It was a short match. It, it, it was booked in a handicap match and for once it wasn't to put Braun Strowman over as a monster. The handicap actually worked in the heels favor, which I thought was good. And then we got to the main event. (laughs) Now it makes me laugh, right? So people have been screaming for like Shayna and then they book Shayna to absolutely be a murderer. Like that's how that was booked. And that's what she did. And then I keep seeing comments of, oh, my God, look what they did to Ruby Riot. Oh, my God, look at poor Liv and Sarah. And I'm like, oh, my God, what do you guys want? Um, it was booked to make Shayna look like an absolute monster. You know, we've got this overconfident, annoying Becky at the minute who hasn't got anyone to fight. And now all of a sudden there's like a proper person that's going to come and get her. Like it's been booked well. And I don't know what other people were expecting. Like, Shayna was going to hurt everyone, and that's what she did. I mean, she pinned everyone, didn't she? She tapped them out. Yep. You know, every elimination, and that's what it should be. Um, Yeah, and I've got no problem with it. Like, the one person that could put up a fight, which was Oscar, did. Um, I did love, like, the whole time that she was in in the... pod though she just shouted at her in japanese like i was <laughs> laughing so hard like she didn't stop um it's funny because like if you watch her youtube channel she's so much different than the character she plays on wwe yeah. she's like this nice mousy little girl who's just like easy peasy yeah 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 and then in that she's like all face painted and shouted abuse and the arm gestures. Yeah. like i love how oscar's being booked and let loose at the moment like i like the character that she is i think that's the best oscar we could ask for like i think she's better at this than she is anything else um yeah the booking was absolutely perfect for me and i don't get why people are mad about it because that's what we needed to see was Shayna baszler being an animal and she was like i mean when she swung live uh live morgan into the the pod like my god and 
you know, and the way she was slamming that door on Natalia, I mean, she was actually slamming the door. <laughs> I give my boy Otis the bump of the night. Yeah. He ran he ran through the freaking pod. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like right through it. Like, my God. And that's, you know, I, I thought for Elimination Chamber, it was, it was perfectly fine. Um, it told some stories, which... Again, I just, I, I've always been like, I'm not sure they need a pay-per-view in between like this month in into WrestleMania, you know? I've never, they could do that on shows. I feel oh, like. Oh, come on. You weren't a Fastlane fan. <laughs> what? No. You, you didn't like Roadblock? Roadblock with Ambrose and Triple H. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about those straight up. Yeah, Roadblock. That was the name, wasn't it? Oh my god. Um I just don't think they need it, but I thought it told it's just build up for WrestleMania. You kind of know how they're gonna go because WrestleMania takes a little bit of it's you know pretty You're obvious. You're trying to tell me go. you didn't like great balls of fire? Great balls of fire. Oh, Come that on. was just that was painful, wasn't it? Oh my god, that was uh yeah, that was that was painful. So yeah, so I think overall, I I just I'm getting a little bit annoyed with the gotta hate on WWE stuff like online. Like we know it's in a bad place. I'm not sitting here saying WWE is the best it's ever been. We all know it's not. Like we can see it. It's got its downfalls at the minute. But I just don't get why. We have to, uh, we have to just hate on it. Like, I don't. My think argument is, find something, find something better, and prove me wrong. Yeah, all these people that hate on it are still watching it every week to hate on it. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Right, let's uh, let's get on with the news after the pay per view. Um, I'm guessing that we should probably speak about Scott Steiner first, shall we? <laughs> Why is Scott Steiner, like, trying to die? Don't know. Um, yeah. Just collapsed, didn't he? Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he did, like, he cut a promo for the TNA show thing that they're, that TNA reunion show they're doing, and they're like, he came backstage and just fell over. Wow. And then he had to undergo a heart procedure this week. So they're saying that they're expecting him to uh, make a full recovery. And we wish Scott Steiner very, very well. But maybe it's time that he stops, you know? <laughs> maybe it's time to call that a day. Because uh, Rob Van Dam also broke a rib, didn't he, in the, in the thing as well? Um, yeah. So he's off for a bit. But, yeah. Good luck to Scott Steiner. Um, just, their impact's just losing their stars. Yeah. It's not in a... It's not in a very good place. Um, it's not in a good place. Like, it's just, it's, it's not, it's not got the creative clearly, you know? Um, so it's, uh, it is what it is. Um, and then, so they'll go through a bit more news. So obviously cards are starting to look good. Blood and Guts has just been announced their main event. People that are going to be in the match is obviously the Elite, which is Cody Rhodes, Paige, Omega Which of all four, because we haven't had an official elite match on AEW yet, where like all the members. Yeah, so this will be the first, won't it? And it makes sense to put that against the circle, the inner circle. Um, like they've done Bucks, they've done Bucks and Omega, they've done Omega and Page. They, I think they've done Page and the Bucks, but they've never done all four of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, put Rhodes in the mix. I think makes sense. Um, should be fun. I think it's a good chance for some people to uh, to work on some stuff. I think it'll be good to see all 10 men in the ring and, and that. Uh, Jack Hager can uh, work off some more of his ring rust. Um, I think it makes good sense. Like I think it makes sense. It should be exciting. It should be good. Um, I like so, yeah. how they just keep pissing off this man by using his ideas that he's trying to like make to insult them. <laughs> They're a blood and guts show, so we'll just call ourselves blood and guts. Blood and guts, and I like the fact I, like Daniel Bryan said blood and guts quite a lot in his promo about Drew Gulak. I still, I do think it was, uh, I think that was uh, them doing their thing there. 
<laughs> you mean like they did last year when Triple H just took the piss out of Billy Gunn at the Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was funny, though. Like, uh, I did like that. <laughs> um, I did like that. Um, and obviously then the card of WrestleMania looking like, um, looking pretty solid now. I mean, I read today that the plan for the women's championship of SmackDown is going to be a six way, six pack challenge, um, which will be Naomi Evans, Carmella Banks, and then a not known sixth woman as of yet. Um, um, so, and then the women's tag is Kabuki Warriors against Phoenix, Beth Phoenix and Natalia and Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Apparently is the plan. Do they put the belts, do you think, on Phoenix and, and Natalia? Or do you think maybe they'll have four and the Iconics finally come back? Because I've been reading that they're, uh, they are being repackaged. So Yeah, I don't know. And then that should make WrestleMania look pretty good overall. Like, I think on paper... So we've got McIntyre, Lesnar, Reigns, Goldberg, Flair, Ripley, Lynch, Baszler, Rollins, Owens, Taker, Styles, Cena, Fiend, Edge, Orton. And then they'll fill it up with a few multi-man matches, I'm assuming. Uh, the Andre Battle Royal and, and whatnot. And, and yeah, and then the tag matches and then whatever they're going to do with the Street Profits. I'm guessing, it, I, I mean, if it is Rollins, Owens, I mean, do we assume it might be... I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be Viking Raiders against AOP because they keep interrupting each other. My guess was going to be that that's maybe a pre-show match yeah. that they do. Um, and then they just got to find somewhere for for Murphy, I guess. But I don't know. Maybe it's going to be a- AOP. Who knows? It's going to be a weird one. Like, where they're taking that story. I, I'm guessing not having Joe doesn't help because my guess would have been it would have been Rollins and his group against Owens, Joe, and the Raiders is what I was guessing is what they were going. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now not having Joe means they're probably going to have to change that slightly. Um, Eric, did, did we talk about Eric Rowan's tarantula? <laughs> I tried to pretend that that so didn't happen. Eric Rowan has, Rowan has a tarantula. And it looked so fake, didn't it? Like, it just looked like the mechanical. I don't know. Spinning. Did we talk about it last week? I think I laughed that it was Jose that brought it out. I don't think we touched on it too much because I think we were still in shock. If I was honest, <laughs> I think it looks like it came out of Party City or you it know, did. You ordered it, it off did. a wish. Um, I wonder if you know is that them just moving on from that because it's another thing that they they couldn't figure I, out how to end. To me, I said I think it would be funny if he came out and he said that's not what's in the case; that's its pet. Like, yeah. he just kept the mystery going now. Like, yeah, oh, maybe. you really thought it was a spider? That's just his pet. Yeah, it could be. That could be. Uh, um, Sue Young's Sue Young's a free agent now. Yes. Uh, where are we expecting her to go? And I understand David Starr has left WXW in it and apparently pressure from WWE. I don't care about David Starr. <laughs> I've t- I've told you about this already. <laughs> so I wanted we, to bring we, it up. <laughs> we, get out of here, David Starr. I dude is oh he's a good. Don't get me wrong, he's a good wrestler, but Jesus Christ, the dude cries about everything on Twitter. Everything. Like I couldn't even call him idiot of the week or idiot of the month. He's just an idiot. I just, yeah, when I saw his Twitter, what is he saying? I won't go into further details regarding WXW on this platform, and I don't know when, if I will, in any public setting. Like I said, freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequences, and that this mutual decision was one that neither of us wanted to make. Like, it's very dramatic, isn't it? Like, he reminds me of, of Austin Aries. It's just like, there's so much talent, but such a shit attitude. Well, and that's why. I mean, they, they WXW have been pushed by WWE to get rid, didn't they? That's that's what it is because of his attitude. So I can't be shocked. Um, the match from last weekend was apparently a mutual decision and based on outside forces, which, of course, what else is it supposed to mean? They don't like you. Off you go. <laughs> Good luck. Um, where are you expecting Sue Young to go, then? Ah, I could see, I could see her being, you know, doing a thing on NXT. It's a blow to Impact. 
because Impact used her for a lot of those like high budget segments that they were doing with uh you know the what's we call it uh Rosemary. Yeah, yeah. And like that's one of the things I watched Impact for to be honest mm. was I like these random dark stories of them going into like this dark universe and fighting each other and getting trapped in there and possessed. Mm. And then they killed they 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 killed Allie by slicing her neck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see that was when TNA that Rosemary was great. Like Rosemary was a great character. You wonder how they got it so uh, wrong. They've had so much, you know. So much good things. Um, uh, there's an FCW documentary. Is there? Oh, yeah, I see the advert. So... You sent me the advert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, I'm actually uh, looking forward to it. an that. episode last night. And that makes me laugh. See, yeah, the like... premiere after, uh, yeah, the premiere, premiere right after the thing. So I'm going to have to catch it and see it. Yeah, I'm going to do that. So we'll we'll touch on that then next week. We'll write that down. Make a note, people. Remind us, because me and Gio talk <laughs> a lot of wrestling. Um, we will bring that up last week. And I did want to speak about that Kushida uh, had a match with Bobby Fish at a live event for NXT, which was really, really good. If you get a chance to find it, watch it. Very, very um, good. A little bit of spoilers I was reading. Your your, your boy Dar is trying to get that, NXT, that, that, that uh, UK title. I know. I know. Um, I don't know if he's just going to be someone to fight well, for it, but I, I mean, they got that. They have that. Sh they have the show coming up in his hometown. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe the get the point is that put him in the main event as its hometown, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pleased for him because I'm I'm very big on Noam Dar. <laughs> I am a big Noam Dar fan. Um, on and off wrestling i like the way he goes um i thought it was uh i think it'd be fun if they can get it to him um and get him in the main event like it'd be good be good for him uh because norm dial is very solid very very solid uh wrestler very very solid wrestler very very solid guy and uh should be a good match um and then you sent me the news about bread Hart. yeah um, obviously, more sad news. Bret Hart has uh, announced that he's got skin cancer. cannot catch a break. No. Um, Dude, yeah. he's got his brother dying. He's got, he's got to end his career because Goldberg can't kick straight. Like, and he gets a stroke, and then he gets attacked at his own Hall of Fame speech. Like, you can't catch a break. Yeah, he has had a... He must have broke some mirrors back in the days, you know? Must have broke some mirrors, but... Um, Fingers crossed that he can uh, he can pull through. Um, yeah, we'll see. He's undergone surgery for soon, or he's going going to go through it soon. And a lot of the comments were just saying like that, just like God, he can't can't catch a break at all, can he? Like, and um, I guess we could talk. NWO showed up at the uh, SmackDown thing. They did. They did. Um, they're looking really old. Scott Hall looks really really old. <laughs> <laughs> like really old but um it was good actually i thought it was quite a good segment um i just i didn't see why they can't i don't know i don't see why they all came out they're trying to, they're just trying to tell off the whole thing yeah i suppose so and i i guess in you know a bit of a rub for showing that Sami Zayn's group and stuff is like an actual group, I suppose, going into the time. Mm. Gave them a bit of validity. Um, JBL's officially going into that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the class this year all makes sense. I think um, everyone that's been announced... Like I said, JBL... Like him or hate him, JBL makes sense because he kick-started all this, you know, all these, these tribute to the troops and Saudi Arabia shows. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know he did a really good title run. I thought solo JBL because it can't have been easy to have been in APA all that time and to have been this big bad Texan with this huge clothesline to then become what he did um, as a character. I mean that was a big character shift for JBL and to pull it off as well as he did, um, I thought was was amazing. Um, I thought that was amazing. Well, I mean the. The man is a genius when it comes to outside of wrestling. He, mm -hmm. 
saved so much money. He's got a portfolio. Yeah, because it's like a real character, isn't it? That he just brought into wrestling. Like he has actually done all that stuff. He was a Fox correspondent. Yeah, 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 and um, it was uh, yeah. He's he's done very well. Definitely, he's earned his place in the the Hall of Fame, like without doubt. Um, like, don't get me wrong. People have said he was a he was a bully and everything else, but be successful in it. Normally, people don't like people when they get successful like that. Um, you know. Uh, so, what do you think? Uh, then, moving on. Speaking of. Hall of Famers, Jake the Snake Roberts promo on AEW. Probably one of the most talked about things I've seen well, on Twitter all week. Right, um, it, it's, it's quite do you think it's Lance Ar- who, who do you think it is? I think it's Lance Archer, Archer myself. You think it's Archer? I think it's Harper. You think it's Harper? I yeah, Harper. I, I don't know. I think, I think, it, I think it's Harper, Archer. Harper's a good wrestler, but Harper can't talk. Jake the Snake can talk. And they would look pretty good together. I mean, I think it's one of those two. Um, obviously, because they're pretty new. So, uh, I, mean, I guess we could talk about you having a mini little rant about a or the exiled one. Oh, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, if we did the AEW, the Dark Order thing. So, I've loved all the Matt Hardy bits. Like I like the 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 Bucks of Youth appearing in the video and stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, okay. And then I'm watching a bit more, and then the Dark Order released that tweet, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm just <laughs> over the story. Like because the problem is now, so Dark Order aren't that over. They're not working that great for what they should be. Because so they're, they're they need not this, good talent. They need this guy to appear, but if it's not Matt Hardy, I'm, no one's going to be able I'm, to do it. And if it is, I'm sorry, but I don't find two fat guys in get masks threatening. I don't, I don't think it will fit Matt Hardy's gimmick. And can we stop making dark? For the love of God, stop making dark stables now. Pentagon and them are in a Spanish dark stable. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's uh, the Lucha Brothers and somebody else. Yeah, who's with that? Ah, Pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what is, what is, what is going on? Why is, is this just stable wars? Yeah, there's, there's is loads. Everybody of gotta like take a side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I definitely think AEW soon needs to make a mid card table, a mid card belt. They need to stop putting everybody in the stables because then their matches are going to get stale and boring when it's the same people fighting each other due to them putting everybody in stables. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then all you'll get is a load of stories of stables imploding and that will get stale. You know, like, and that's why, like, this this Dark Order one, I feel has just got on too long because if it is Matt Hardy, I'm not shocked. You know, so that kind of hype is gone. And if it is But then Matt what Hardy, is it? It's Matt Hardy and two gimps? Yeah. I just, I, I still don't the think The other two guys gonna, that nobody's really noticed? Like... I just think it's too obvious that it's him. I, I don't know what Matt Hardy's up to, but I just, I don't know. Maybe he's not even going. I mean, he was full of praise of TNA this week. Like, you know, this week was all TNA's turn to get know, some attention. At the, time, at the same time, he pulled out of a show that WWE guys are going to be on and supposedly if WWE guys are on a show as the same thing as an AEW guy, they're not allowed to do that. Yeah. 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 I think he's just playing it. Like when you think the the last week he was leaving, he was going to NXT as a producer and stuff. And then the next week bucks of youth are in his vignette. And then this week he's talking TNA. You know what I mean? I wonder if he's just taking a break and playing everyone. (laughs) Otherwise you're, you know, you get the Vicky Guerrero treatment. Vicky Guerrero treatment. <laughs> That's gonna show be a up thing. on a you show up on AEW and now you now yeah. now you can't get WWE people on your podcast. Yep, yep. And it's a shame. I, 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 Vicky Guerrero was. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she just made an error of judgment. Like I don't think she needed to show up. Um, but yeah, the Dark Order thing is just is boring me now. Just like get on with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just. Because, like, if it's not Matt Hardy, it's going to be a disappointment. If it is, it's fucking the surprise is gone. And then just, like, 
Dark Order desperately need it. I mean, it was a good match they had with Colt Cabana and the SCU, to be fair. Um, I actually thought it was quite a fun match. Um, I just found pretty much all wrestling this week pretty dull, apart from the thing I've got, right, with AEW. I love AEW. It's something different. I'm enjoying it. The women's division it sucks, but I'm enjoying um, I'm enjoying AEW. I'm just worried that this week, what we should have been talking about is how great the tag team match at Revolution was. And instead, that we've ended up talking about Matt Hardy joining on Jake the Snake promo. I mean, Jake the Snake must be at least 128 years old. Um, and he cuts promos in his sleep. Like, he's been doing it since I was like six or seven. Well, that's, see, that's also, like I said, I think that's why I think it's Harper. Because Harper's not the best on the mic. And Jake the Snake and Brody Lee, if it's the Brody yeah, exactly. Lee sort of persona, that's, that's, uh, that's a fruity team up. You know, because part of me was worried that Jake the Snake was about to DDT, <laughs> and I'm thinking, please don't make Jake fight. I mean, <laughs> like, everybody else is like so debut by beating up Cody Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, it seems to be Cody, isn't it? And uh, to be honest, Harper and Cody is a match I wanted to see in WWE. Like, see, I would have put I would have put Harper with Butcher and Blade, and then put Jake the Snake with them. Ooh, yeah, that'd have been it. More stables you're making, though. Come on. <laughs> More stables I'm making. But at the same time, Butcher, Blade, and Harper as a stable would be pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah, it would. It would. It would. Um, and so, obviously, Jericho's touring with Fozzie now, is he? Um, well, that's, why he, that's part of the reason why he dropped that belt. Yeah. So, what's next for Moxley? Who do you put next for Moxley? See, I don't know because I feel like they're continuing the story. They power bond him off the stage. Mm. So do you think it'll be someone from within the inner circle why he's gone? Like, I mean, Hager isn't ready. Like, he's still got quite a bit of ring rust. You Maybe. Can see, you I'd know. say MJ. I'd like to see MJF work him. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Which I mean, I, guess... I did read some stuff that they were going to do Sean Spears for a little bit, um, which, again, I wouldn't hate. Like I think he's he's earned his earned his shot. Like I guess we could talk about that. We got a little bit of time. So yeah. you you're you're a father. Yep. Would you let your kids go up to MJF and no one heal? Would you be offended if he flipped them off? No, that's the whole point of it. I would film it and laugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cody Rhodes said it perfectly. You get what you get when you come to an MJF signing. Yeah. The man lives his gimmick. He's a smarmy, smart asshole. Yep. Yeah. And he plays it on and off camera, and you've seen it since AEW started. Like, even when he was almost like the face bit with Cody, he was still that guy, you know? Like, you've seen the clips of him knocking people's hats off or throwing them away. And, you know, you, you know what it is. Like, you can't get mad if he flips your kid off. Like, you just can't. Like, I wouldn't. I would, I, you know, I know exactly what I'd be putting my kids into. If I want them to have a good time, they, they look at somebody else. You know, they, they talk to Cody or, you know. Um, you don't send them to, to MJF at all. Like, I love what he's doing, though. Like, I think for me, MJF is coming out of, um AEW probably with the with the most. Um so yeah, I, I think so. Uh is, yeah, I just I was just looking. the AEW faction base. So there is Jurassic Express, Death Triangle, okay. Nightmare Family, The Elite, Inner Circle, Dark Order, and then whatever um Cassidy and uh the best friends are, and then Pack and the Lucha Brothers. So it's one, two, three, and four, five, six. And you got five, Butcher six, and Blade. Seven. Seven factions. Yeah. Wow. I mean, do we dig it? I mean, do we hate it? I mean, is it is it what wrestling needs? I like a good faction, but do we need so many? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Jurassic Express, Death Triangle, Nightmare Family, The Elite, Inner Circle, Dark Order, Butcher and Blade, and then Pack and uh, the Lucha Brothers. Although Pack and the Lucha Brothers is a team, I'm I'm into. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm into that. But yeah, as you say, like who um, 
It would be okay if they had different gimmicks, but everybody's got this same dark, edgy gimmick. It's like watching a 2K20 universe. <laughs> They'll all have the ricochet entrance next. <laughs> Oh, last year was the Barry Corbin theme music, all right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, everybody right. everybody wanted it on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they, they all have the Kamagoi as the finisher, yeah? <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and that's it done. <laughs> um, um, other bits and pieces that I was reading, um, well, on Twitter, um, Cain Velazquez, um posted some pictures of him being at the headquarters alongside Ronda Rousey. She was at the headquarters. So he posted now, a picture exactly. of him so standing she's ready there. To return. When is she coming back? Maybe she'll be the sixth oh. woman in the six-pack challenge on SmackDown, or is she a Raw she girl? Said, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, she said she's ready. And, she, um, wasn't, she was never really drafted because she was injured, so. So I just wonder, because I see today, obviously, like, they've that five people in this six-pack challenge. I just wonder if Nia will be number six then. Um, and obviously on backstage, Jeff Hardy said he's good to go, and he's just hanging around backstage waiting for the queue to go out and get involved. They're literally just waiting for a story, so. But what are they going to do with him? <sighs> with Hardy, I don't know. With Hardy, I don't like, know. I, I mean, what maybe, are you going to do with him? Maybe Corbin? I mean, maybe, really? maybe Corbin. Yeah, I was, because I was looking like, what's Corbin got now? I mean, unless they go ahead with this Elias thing, which I hope they don't. Does maybe Hardy come and, and give Corbin a match? I mean, that could be a solid match. Corbin's a decent worker. It, it'd be a good one to return. I mean, is it WrestleMania worthy? Maybe not, but I mean, he did say on backstage, he's ready to go and he's just hanging around backstage waiting for creative to have a slot. Which means maybe like, they'll put him in the multi-man match for the Intercontinental belt. Like, I don't know. Or maybe he wins the Andre the Royal, Andre Memorial. He could. I mean, that could be a thing. It's just um, with Nia and, and Jeff, I still think I've got a part to play. Or maybe they're just hanging him back in case of injuries or any other problem. You know what I mean? And get him to fill a gap. Um, but he's interested that Ronda Rousey was at uh, at the headquarters. I wonder if She's going to have something. Um, um, Edge will be at Raw tonight. Yes, it's apparently a week early as well, isn't it? Because um, uh, Randy Orton beat up his wife. So, yeah, like he's going to have to come back. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and also, whatever, undertake, Undertaker's on Raw as well. So I'm guessing we'll have a bit clearer picture on where that lies, oh. that whole bit. Um, and I so just think... Did, so is this... Has a big man crush on Edge? <laughs> big man crush. <laughs> but he was all like, when I was young, I went to an Edge match. <laughs> and he beat up Beth Phoenix. Like, yeah, because so they're team? saying that Edge and Orton, alongside Heyman, are are writing the story and trying to bring in some real life bits. Apparently, the Bob Orton taking him to that match in '99 is is true. Apparently that's a true story that they're using. So they're using some truth and, and turning it slightly from what the bits I read. Um, apparently they have quite a big say on where the story goes. Apparently it's very Orton and Edge led. Um, because I did read that Vince obviously come and ripped up the entire Raw script except for the beginning and end. Which the, he always, the end was Randy Orton. He always does that. <laughs> yeah. And apparently he wasn't even at the show. New. Like he wasn't even at the show. Um they're saying that um, as much as Heyman has been able to get some ideas in, um, he's still, you know, in the middle two hours. So the beginning bit, the Drew McIntyre over Lesnar, that was all Heyman, not changed. The end, Orton and uh, Beth stuff wasn't changed. All the stuff in the middle, which was gash, like Ricochet losing to Riddick Moss. I mean, clean. He lost to Riddick Moss clean. Ricochet, who had like a week before been fighting Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Now he's losing 24-7 matches to Riddick Moss. Like, wow. So are we putting... You leave Riddick Moss out of there. He's been 24-7 champion for like a month now. Like, he's the got to start reigning. taking him seriously. <laughs> he's the longest reigning champion. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, fair enough. <laughs> it's. I'm guessing. Do we put Ricochet on the pile of Alexander and uh, and who was the other one that they buried? They buried somebody else, didn't they? Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali. Where the hell is he? Been? Yeah, Mustafa Ali. See, do we just put them on on that pile? Is Ricochet joining that pile? Do you think? Maybe. Like, where's Ali been? Don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Who's, it's. Uh, is, is he the glitch? Because somebody's been glitching SmackDown. SmackDown feels like such a, a Fox presentation. They're doing that it's random like, thing where it like glitches out. It's like a gimmick. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that. Like the screen flickers or it freaks out for a couple of seconds and goes back to. I wonder if that it might, might, might be. I mean, it might could be Ali. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen anyone um, re-signed. I wonder who it could be. Maybe someone repackaged. Um I wonder what that is. Yeah, I, I did wonder that because I remember the first time seeing it, not paying any attention, but it was last week as well, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I wonder. It might be Ali because he's got all that sort of TJP face mask, um, Naomi glow, hasn't he? We could talk about the the brilliant Firefly Funhouse segment and how it exactly it should have been the way it played out. Yeah. Yeah. Bray Wyatt blames John Cena for the birth of Fiend. Because mm-hmm. he started, apparently he started the downfall. And it's true. That's true. Like, I, I think it, it's true. <laughs> like, um, I like that the fact that they're, they're doing that. Um, ruined him. Yeah, but as he said, downward spiral and ruined him six years ago. Yeah, the fun house wouldn't exist if it was for Cena. So he thanks and forgives him. Um, and it's all true. Like, I suppose this character has come about because he never really recovered from that Cena match. That was the one that could have really escalated Bray into, into something. Um, and he said that Cena created the Fiend. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, I, think it'll be, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. I think Bray Wyatt is going to be absolutely fine. I think now people have sort of seen how it's booked. I think they'll see that the Fiend Cena makes sense. I just, I, I, who's who's gonna who's gonna miss out? We are not gonna get Drew, Roman, and Fiend all winning, are we? Like, we're just not, are we? Like, I worry for Drew. I don't think, I don't think Goldberg retains. I don't think Cena wins this one. It just makes me worry that Drew's not gonna win. But they seem really hot on him. Like Paul Heyman did that whole interview saying, didn't he that? Drew McIntyre is ready to be the face. Like he's worked hard. He does the right things. He says the right things. He made friends with the right people. You know. Um, See, I feel like this is going to lead the end in Roman. Like uh, after Mania. Okay. What through the summer sort of thing? Because Roman also has history with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That was one of the really good after Cena fiend feuds. I mean, I was trying you to see who else would be on that list. I mean, uh, Strowman. Strowman needs to be on that list. Um, Taker Orton. could possibly be on that list at some point. Yeah, Orton. Orton needs to be on that list. 100% Orton does. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that they could, if that's the ro- route they're going, they've got plenty of Jeff opponents Hardy. on Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Jeff. Because he feuded with um, the Hardy Boys. Yeah, he can, and Matt being uh, Matt's Kobe brother, Kingston. that's that's an easy one to do. Kobe Kingston. Yeah, because the New Day stuff. Did, did, do. There's plenty of them. There is plenty. And that's why I think Bray's going to be fine, because if this is the avenue they're going, like if it starts with Cedar, if he kills the head off that snake and then he just works through all the other ones, would make sense. You know, like Brawns and Kofi's. And What's the redemption angle? Yeah, yeah. And he'll be fine. They can do that for the rest of the bloody year like he's got enough there to work with uh for like a year um so i'm not particularly worried about that i just worry like who is gonna miss out are we are we really gonna get the three people we want to win win which is weird saying do i want you know roman reigns to win that's a weird one for me but i mean i can't see him losing to goldberg but i don't know who knows one of them's gonna miss out and i just start to worry for drew because they booked him so strong on raw but we'll see what happens on this row, I suppose. Maybe Lesnar will answer. But we will see. Um, 
going through the list. I think I'm I'm I've got nothing left. Um the skin cancer there. Knockout free agent, yeah. Gulak, yeah. I've got my list is done. You got anything else you want to bring up? No, that's it. I think it was uh it's just telling the story. Oh, I suppose the merger, the we didn't mention the AJPW has merged, like for NXT Japan. Well, possibly. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that. That's in talk, and like I said, if that's the case, give Triple H the freaking ownership, please, because yeah. that is a major coup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because they said um, they're meeting in May, aren't they? They're coming to the it's performance the center in May. The legacy of NJPW is before NJPW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it would um, it would be very, very good. And like an NXT Japan with an NXT UK and then NXT Maine. On top of on top of having the most amazing female talent that you can get to you at their grant of their hands. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if you look, I mean, with AEW sort of women's issues, if they can get the pause on that, that would give something exactly. that AEW don't have at the minute, which would be the depth of female roster that they could have. Um, so watch this space. But that would be very, very cool. And it'd be their third performance center in in Japan or something, wouldn't it? Or is it third performance center overall? But I think it would be very, very exciting. NXT Japan and NXT UK, plenty of talent getting opportunity across two countries. Yeah, um, fingers crossed that that comes out. Um, but we'll know more in May because they're coming over, aren't they, in May to meet uh, Triple H and other WWE officials. Be a good merger. Good merger for both. Good merger, merger for both. Okay, and I think that is us for this week, guys and girls. And as I say, as always, hit all the links down below. You can catch us on many, many different platforms. Make sure you do. Um, reach out to me and Geo. All our social media links are down below. Reach out with any questions, as always. And, dude, I will see you next week, my man. All righty.